0: Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Forgot to mention this at the start of the show. I'm putting it in after, like a professional podcast. No show Thursday morning. Instead, it's on Friday morning. We're going to talk about the NFL draft. Be ready for it. It's going to be the last episode for a little bit. We're going to take a quick little break, quick vacation. We're hardworking people here. We're in school. We work. We grind. We're taking our first ever show vacation. So we'll be back around mid-May. We'll see you guys then. But more importantly, we'll see you with Friday and enjoy episode 100. Seriously, thank you for all the support. Bye.
1: 50 little route combination trying to get some room for fitzgerald but kendall jenner's all fuller's all over this keep saying jenner i don't know why why she's on my mind right now
0: monday april 25th 2022 we're back it's national telephone day for whatever that's worth i feel like that once upon a time was a bigger deal Mm -hmm. probably but do you call like your iphone your telephone ever no
2: yeah yeah
0: telephone
3: no yeah now, I could, when I, I think th- telephone, I'm thinking like our homeboy, Alexander Graham Bell, yeah.
0: like Canada's own. Right. Uh, I think he went, I, <laughs> I missed that one. I must have skipped that day. I don't know. In social studies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I missed out. Uh, it's episode 100. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yep. I love 100. Nothing planned. Nothing, Nothing planned. Nothing planned. You know, it kind of <laughs> fell at a tough time because I feel like if it was in the dead of summer, like we would have cu- cooked something up, but. It's like final season, like kind of stuff to do. Stamina's kinda worn down. we <laughs> like close to our break. Yeah. End of season one. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, this is tough. This is tough. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna limp into the holiday. But you know what? hundred, <laughs> I'm pretty proud. I guess. I I'm pretty know. proud too. It feels like, good. Me too.
3: Let's go. Especially Let's counting go. up all those episodes.
1: Adam's yeah. here today. He's so, back. Like, how was your how was your week off? We're chilling. Um, I, like the, I like that it's finally shorts weather again. You know mm. it's shorts weather when Phil's mm. wearing the shorts. Because Phil's a big shorts right. hater. So when Phil pulls out the shorts, it's shorts weather. I don't think I'm a shorts hater. You are. Whenever I wear shorts, you're like, nah, not the time. So Well, it, wear... it is uh, okay. minus 10. Well, when you're wearing the shorts, <laughs> it's time. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. That
0: makes me feel important. Like I have some sort of distinction about what I wear. Owen's always been a shorts guy though, so. Whatever.
2: yeah i'm wearing shorts right now mm. but like adam you wear shorts all the time so i don't know what like <laughs> yeah. shorts weather makes no difference to you yeah
1: that's why i'm saying i like shorts weather because like when it's warmer it feels nicer to wear the shorts you know Mm. Oh. Oh. I thought it was I'm like, but you wear them even when they don't feel nice. Yeah, even when it's like, even when it's kind of cold. Like I, I'll pull out the shorts, but like you're not as happy. You're not as like comfortable in no? I thought <laughs> I I was, do that.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like more like a self-confidence thing. It's like people are looking at me because like <laughs> oh. I'm wearing shorts, but now nobody's gonna be looking at me because yeah. it's worth it. Not too. Let's go. I like that. You gotta suffer through the tough days to get the good ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what shorts weather's all about congratulations um we're gonna talk about some hoops it's nba playoffs you know what time it is owen is making faces like he's been watching basketball Mm. morning afternoon and evening
2: i have been i have been watching a lot of basketball because i'm almost getting to the end of like my finals so i just like sit at home and watch basketball mm-hmm I, it's pretty sick. I've
0: been loving it. I think going booted up some Fortnite, too. Like, it was 2018 Is <laughs> exactly. well. so, that yeah, so? Yeah, it's been <laughs> 100, <cool. laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'm true. not going back on Fortnite, unfortunately. But anyway, uh, basketball, the Nets and the Celtics. What's amazing is the Nuggets game today, the Warriors obviously lost that game. And I was thinking to myself before the game, oh, well, the only sweep's going to be the Nuggets and the Warriors. And then, of course, the Nuggets won. And I was thinking to myself, huh, no sweeps. And then I realized, no, the Celtics are probably going to sweep the Nets. (laughs) So if you had money on that one being the only sweep, uh, congratulations. But on Saturday night, great game. Celtics come down and win. A lot of legacy stuff that I've been reading in the aftermath of this game, which, I mean, we could talk about it more in a second if you Mm. want to. I really, I I have some opinions, but. I have some opinions too. Oh, I think Alex is. I think I'm coming back from the dead. Like 2018, Alex.
3: (laughs) What it's is coming that, back. Right?
0: What does that mean? Yeah. Like
3: Durant on the Warriors, twenty eighteen.
0: <laughs> oh, I still don't understand it. But- <laughs> okay, we'll cut that. <laughs> <out>. maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's staying in. Um, no Celtics. I think y- your take after the game was that you think the Celtics are going to win the East, which I think I think Owen would agree with. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. at this point, I would agree with it. I think they might be favored to win the finals even. I think they're their favorites to win the East, that's for sure. Um,
3: just dismantling the Nets. I mean they they've played so well both offensively and defensively. Um, you got smart picking up Irving and Tatum just causing havoc for Durant. I thought it was a hot take to not try and uh, to try and win that game. I think so they were playing like Memphis towards the end and if they won the game they would have assured second place. They had a chance I think if they lost that game um, to go third. Ended up picking, I mean, a fine choice. I mean, there's so, yeah. looks like they're gonna sweep the Nets, so <laughs> um, nothing wrong with that. Milwaukee, I think, will be tough because that's looks like they're on a collision course. But uh, I think they're a little, they're the stronger team just because I think Middleton's loss is, is big for the Bucks. The fact that the Bulls are, you know, dumb and can't cap- capitalize on that is a whole other deal. But um, I think that's gonna, you know, prove to be a disadvantage for the Bucks. But yeah, I think the Celtics are for sure.
0: What do you think, Colin?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think they're just so much better defensively than obviously the Nets are. And then I think most other teams in the NBA, I mean, in the regular season, they were the best defensive team. And I think there's a reason people say like defense wins championships. And I think you see in the playoffs when games slow down, um, defense just means so much more. So I would like them to, I, I, at this point think they're probably going to win the East just by how dominant they played. And, uh, I mean, the West will be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see who who makes it out of the West because it's kind of just like a muck in there. Like it's every man for himself. Did um, it, but
0: <laughs> the authorities finally <laughs> get you.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're getting now. They didn't come to my house, which is good. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think like the West is hard to gauge. So I would say if I were to put a place a bet, though, they're like they would be the team I would bet on just because to me they're the most surefire safe pick at this point
0: it seems that way i i feel bad for like adam because we were hyping up this series after game one and he was here and we were making it sound like this was like Cavs warriors 2016 (laughs) like get to your tv and make sure you are not a minute late and it's going to be a sweep so did you take
1: our advice did you listen to or did you watch any of this series or were you wise Um, i mean not really but Mm. i i did know (laughs) like i knew these were I am guess it's not no, but I was aware that these were like two of the best teams and I feel like my opinion hasn't really changed just because they're yeah. winning games. Like just cuz it's 3-0 doesn't mean the Nets are terrible. It just means Celtics are playing good. So, let's mm. go. I'm not going to People were
3: much. calling this the finals before the finals. So, we're so. in for a tough final. So, so. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is as entertaining as a sweep as I've seen, too, in all fairness. Like, there have been some bad sweeps. This is like not a bad sweep. I'm okay if this is a sweep, just by how close the game can be. It won't be. Mostly.
0: You're calling a game four win for the
3: Nets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's wow. never a fun sweep when you're like literally crushing like the 2017 Pelicans like Davis. It's like, and then it's the Warriors, and you're like, what do you expect? But this with like Irving and Katie it's a little more fun because you know a little yeah. more, more drama, legacies at stake, all this talk. So, so it's more interesting. I agree with that one.
0: Alex is really hinting at the legacy mm. take that He's about to spit out mm. and I'm afraid <laughs> I'm going to have to grip my chair when it gets to legacy <laughs> point. I did want to ask, though, because Kevin Durant has 17 made baskets or sorry, 19 made baskets and 17 turnovers in this entire series. Um, he played 46 minutes. He shot 11 times. I saw Jalen Rose said after that he thinks he's quitting because he was sort of laughing with Jason Tatum. I actually agree with this take, but. Me too. I think how so? I think he is I think he's come to accept their defense is like suffocating me. I don't have really that many teammates except for Kyrie because if you list the best players in this series, sure, Durant and Irving are gonna be in the top three, but players four through like ten are all Celtics. Like there's there's not a net that gets closed. Maybe Bruce Brown, but that's about it, honestly. And I mean, with Ben Simmons help it's kind of irrelevant. I mean it, I think I understand why he's sort of accepted that they're just going to lose this series, but it isn't a great look for him. I will say that much because this is bizarre. I've never seen him play like this ever, but... I
3: it's guess. bad. It's bad. But I'm just curious as to what's the big difference between... He was playing so well in that Bucks series last year and he had like a 25% harden. This year he has a f- completely healthy Irving, same Durant. Like, I don't know, and that Bucks team ended up winning the championship they weren't as deep last year too I, it was kind of the same team
0: like the nets so i don't know what what happened mm-hmm. like, i don't know i saw him after the game he was saying you know they're just taller than us which i mean okay that's a little bit lame
2: I know, well yeah, like you go up to the podium and you're like yeah.
3: oh
0: what you going to do they're taller
2: <laughs> well, yeah like, that's like a that's like a like a that's like when you're like 14. That's what your coach says to the other coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> Like in youth basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what like the they're just a, they're an age ahead. Yeah, they, you, got, you, got, you, got, you guys got like O2s. We got O3s.
0: <laughs> they're just getting all the rebounds. <laughs> we just have yeah. guards. But it is true. The Nets are playing Goran Dragic, Patty Mills, and Seth Curry for like eight minutes at a time all together. It's like, guys, you're just not going to be able to do anything in the paint in that case, which, I mean, again, the bad... Magus Skittles who sits on the bench, could maybe do something about that, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> do you want to do? The, do you want to do your legacy takes?
2: Wait, wait, wait Phil. Can I ask a question? Yeah. I, I just have, was. Uh, didn't Durant was? Didn't he come off an injury right before the Bucks series last year?
0: Mm-hmm. And he did this year too. Before he played the last ten or so games of the season.
2: I guess. Yeah. I don't know if there's that big of a difference. I was just thinking about like minutes logged prior to the series because he seems to me to be. I think it's a combination of exhausted and then just, like, he's kind of, like you were saying, probably given up. So, I don't know if there's that big of a difference in terms of, like, if he was more rested last year or not.
3: Well, people are but acting like, like he's Fred Van Vliet playing, like, 45 minutes a game since January. <laughs> like you said, I think he came back with, like, 10 games left. And, like, sure, you played 40 minutes a game, but, I mean, it was 10 games.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's our like first a... Raptor reference. We're only about <laughs> eight minutes in. <laughs> well, Fred is <laughs> the only person I could think of. Yeah, no, it's fair. I understand it. Um, I think, okay, I'll let you do your legacy thing, but I want to ask you, to, there's two guys that are on the line here really because I don't think anybody's going to have a Gordon Drogic legacy take here. <laughs> I see people out there. I want. This is my only take. I see people out there going, oh, what? Kevin Durant never should have left the Warriors. That was the most revisionist mm-hmm. thing I've ever heard. Sure, he maybe shouldn't have left the Warriors, but he was obviously leaving for like the entire year and a half before he left. He laid every single seed. He just wanted his own team. He clearly wasn't happy like winning and not getting as much credit as Steph did or getting as much praise as Steph did. So to say that he shouldn't have left or not understanding why he left, it's just, I, I sure maybe he should have stayed. It would have been better for him titles wise, but. I mean to say that there are reasons why he left and they're pretty well documented. So I have a problem with people saying yeah. that. But
2: Yeah, and I think I think part of the reason he left is also for legacy. It's not just for control because like I think he reached a point where it's like you win another championship. Sure that helps your legacy like a little bit, but you're still winning a championship on the greatest one of the greatest teams to ever exist. Versus if you go to Brooklyn and you win a championship with, you know, your own team where you're the guy it'll improve your legacy a lot more than winning a championship with the warriors another one you know what i mean so i'm sure that was part of what his thinking was too was legacy
0: yeah like what's the difference between two and three with the warriors i don't really think there is Mm -hmm. much but by the way alex made a face after i did that take i believe his take was going to be that tranch should go back to the warriors
3: (laughs) no 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 (laughs) i
0: i agree i agree with you guys like I don't like
3: the whole war like he should have like stayed with the Warriors is 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 crap. Like there's obvious reasons as to why he was gonna go to the Nets. Like Owen said he needed that singular my own team, my own championship. It was I'm the guy, I'm the alpha dog on the team. But my issue is with I don't wanna hear any more Durant top five player of all time stuff. Sure. Oh I don't, I don't wanna hear I've been seeing like like Durant top 5 player of all time, top 10. I don't want to hear that anymore. I don't think he's any like LeBron comparisons, any of that stuff. I don't want to hear it anymore. It's just it's I think it's bad for his 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 legacy. He hasn't lived up to I mean, he's a he's an unbelievable player, but like I get he has the two championships on the Warriors, dude, but we can't act like him having Steph Curry and Clay and Draymond like it's easier to play basketball. That's just a fact. Yeah. Like we're seeing that with Jokic right now. Everyone's just like, like, whoa, well, whoa. Well, I don't know if he should win MVP or not, or or this and that. But like, when you literally have an all star team, it's just straight up easier. I saw a picture of them. Curry drew like four people on a, on. A, I think it was like a pick and roll. Him and Dre drew like four people, and Durant was literally all by himself in the corner. It's, I just it I, it's just easier and I get he, he won finals MVP and he was probably the best player on the court then but I just have a hard time comparing him to LeBron when I've seen LeBron literally carry a whole entire franchise on his shoulders by himself uh, even winning a game against those Warriors was unbelievable I, I can't get into too much Michael Jordan stuff but I don't know I'm just I can't see Durant as you know one of the he's a great player but like he, he was supposed to win a championship in the Nets. That was the whole on the Nets. That was the whole promise. That's why he left the Warriors, and he didn't do it. And he had a he picked his own team. He wanted Kyrie. He got Kyrie. He wanted Harden. He he got Harden, and he still didn't get it done.
2: Yeah, I think as far as like all time legacy is concerned, I don't know if there's a lot of people that are arguing he's better than Michael Jordan, and I don't think there's a lot of people that are arguing that he's better than LeBron James. So we can kind of put those two aside. But as far as I'm concerned, when you talk about legacy championships is like the, it's like the admission price. Like you need to have a championship or two to be considered in that conversation. He's been to four finals. He's been, he's won two. He's got two finals MVPs. He's got more than enough championship credentials to be in that conversation. And so then you move on to like the other parts of his game. I mean, he's one of the greatest scorers to ever touch a basketball court. He won the scoring title at 21. He's the youngest ever do it. He's been the greatest, one of the greatest scorers in the NBA for like 10 plus years. I think, it's disrespectful to not put him in the conversation you said t- not top 10 i think it's disrespectful to not put him in the top 10 you can leave him at the top 5 i get that's that's tough but um i think he's right there and i think you know even though he has failed um at, in brooklyn and i think that shouldn't discount the rest of uh his career because the rest of his career is it's you know it's right up there with the other the rest of those guys that should be in that conversation
0: yeah i think I I understand both those. I I wouldn't put him up with those other two, but I do understand that he Steph Curry is probably the single singular easiest player to play with ever. Even if he doesn't have the ball, he attracts more attention than anybody else on the basketball court, especially in his prime. Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson and definitely Draymond Green were all huge benefactors of that. Absolutely that's the case. But I still I don't I agree with what Owen said in principle. Like you can't take away the finals MVPs. It no matter, doesn't matter who was on his team. He still won them. He obviously was the best player in those series, except you know you can make your arguments for LeBron, I guess. But I do understand that at the same time, he didn't win with Oklahoma City. He didn't win with Brooklyn at this point. And Brooklyn Where was he like,
3: was the yeah. top
0: dog. like That's your team. You're and supposed Oklahoma to win with City, yeah. he was there too in the same role. So it is a knock against him, and he'll always have that sort of... Chip hanging over his head where people can always go, Yeah, well, you didn't win without Steph. That's what's just going to be the reality of this if he doesn't. That's do just it. a fact. Yeah. So I see both of what you guys are saying. It is what it is. Kyrie Irving, though. I don't have a problem with his legacy. He,
3: he got <laughs> made the greatest shot in like finals history. So yeah, I'm cool with him. He's
0: won two rounds without LeBron James beside him. Uh, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's looking a little light. I don't know, but. Anyway, we could talk about more more about this at a later date. I feel like it is what it is. We did talk on the last show about more reasons why the Nets are losing this series. I feel like we pretty much covered it all, to yeah. be honest. Defensive yeah. Mitch mismatch, coaching mismatch. It's just decided in the margins. They're close and they're slowing down the other team's best players. Anyway. Memphis and Minnesota is actually turning out to be the best series in this playoffs. Yeah. A kind of, un- kind of un- unexpected, especially by Adam, who had the Grizzlies in four Minnesota's frauds. The- what this, t- what this series is fun about is not only the protesters who've been absolutely top notch, <laughs> absolutely fantastic protesting, which we could talk about in a second. But to me, it's like I watch these games. I don't know if this is just me. I know I-, I just feel like both these teams are stupid and like they're very young. They don't have a lot of playoff acumen, and they're just trying to piece this thing together. and I feel like in this now it's a best of 3 I feel like I lean towards Minnesota. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like they've shown been better for longer stretches. Yeah, I don't know how more of us didn't
3: see this coming because it does make sense. It's two really young teams. It's their first like actual playoff experience and you know, now that I think about it, yeah, the the chaos I think that was to be expected. Just too many young guys. Like, and 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 the games are pretty crazy. Like they'll go like nine straight threes, just shooting back at each other, and then it'll be like airball after airball. Uh, jaw just jumping around like a bouncy ball. I haven't been super happy with his game actually. Um, and then you got Edwards. Game one, I thought, okay, Michael Jordan. Like here we go, like the second coming of LeBron James. And then. Two games after that, nowhere to be seen. Cat was a disaster in games two and three. And then he just drops a 30-piece uh, game four. Really entertaining series. But once again, uh, I guess it's not really a surprise given how young they are and inexperienced. Chris Finch lets a 21 run happen.
0: <laughs> like, what the heck? It's, it's pretty wild. <laughs> I feel like that's like... Junior, like high school basketball, you call a timeout when it gets to six. You're like, okay, the lead went from 20 to 15. Let's not let the momentum get there. (laughs) Chris Finch let a whole 21 0 run go in a playoff game and just let it happen right in front of his eyes. Pretty spectacular.
2: As far as the inexperience goes, I think you guys are being too easy on Minnesota because cat's 26, he's played in the playoffs before, albeit pretty small sample size i love Kat and slander only. i hate cat he's one of my least favorite players in the nba i hate the way he plays basketball i hate Let's go like so i so i get he hasn't played in the playoffs a time. but this guy at the end of games is step is like sprinting after balls that are you know t- clearly going to go you're going to be his possession and he's stepping out of bounds he's fighting for rebounds with his own team that go out of bounds like this guy <clears throat> He has the he has horrible basketball IQ, first of all. And second of all, like at the end of games, this guy's 26. He's a number one overall draft pick. He's been the face of the franchise for years. And he doesn't touch the ball at at the end of games. It's D'Angelo Russell and and uh, Anthony Edwards that take shots at the end of games. Like it's it's funny to see him play because he'll make a mistake. Like there is one um Possession where the shot came off the rim and he was, he fought with Delo for it and the ball ended up going out of bounds off cat. Um, and then you see Anthony Edwards get in his face and like yell at him, like, dude, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't like, yeah, it's a great series and everything, but I want to, uh, I just want to be clear. I think Memphis has a lot less experience, although they're both relatively inexperienced. I think Memphis is in a different category and I wouldn't cut um, the Timberwolves as much slack because I mean, Delo has. Obviously, a lot of playoff experience or a decent amount of playoff experience. Uh Cat has some playoff experience, and then Beverly has playoff experience. And obviously, there's a couple other young guys, but I don't think it's fair to put them in the same category. Well,
3: I I got to I was pretty happy with Cat, if I'm gonna be honest. In Game Four, he yeah. he was taking shots with with a couple minutes left, and he, I I thought they were pretty clutch. In that, you know, he had some free throws there towards the end that he hit. But you're right. He has had some boneheaded plays where, like, he'll be doing an over in the back. Like, you have, like, four fouls in the offensive zone. Like, why are we making yeah. a foul? Like, why is that happening? And then I saw yesterday as well. He, like, it's it's just poor IQ. He'll catch the ball in the low post and they'll send the double. Like, take a step back so you can pass instead. He, like, he won't take a a, a step back towards the three-point line. Instead, he'll, like, push his head down and like try and headbutt the defender or whatever like it's just it's like basic things that like you'd assume a a guy of cat's caliber right a max guy number one overall pick would know but it's just things that i don't know he's having a hard time translating them on the court
0: but good game four game i can't i can't hate yeah, and if I was good, I, I'll be tough on you like I was a few episodes ago, but I will still I have to give it back when you're good. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to say anything negative about him because he was good in game four. Are there things I didn't like that he did? Yes, but I got to be, you know. All I care about about the protesters is the angle of the security guard who sniffed it out from a mile away was unbelievable. How he's just staring at him, and the second she like flinches, he's on the court. They said ninety-nine play recognition is what he should have because it it was insane. That was an unbelievable play by that guy. And Timberwolves not three and zero in games with protesters, zero and two in games without protesters. So. You know what to do. Swim the court for uh, Game Five if you're if it, like here's like what like this guy's killing chickens. Like, do I have that right? I don't even know what they're protesting until you told me. Like, yeah. it's hard to figure out. He better be like yeah. literally choking the chickens out one by one for the way they're protesting this right now.
3: It's insane. Also, how do they? Do you think they all just chip in to buy, like, a really expensive courtside seat? That's what I'm the organization. saying. Like, or how do, do they... they
0: sneak down? Like, <laughs> I've been reading tweets about this for weeks. They're like, how do you plan this out? You're like, this is a big game. National media, second row. We got your seats. Like, charge the court. And they're like, bad. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> it's unreal.
0: I wonder how they do it. I, I Hey. Good drag, though, too. To drag her
3: from center court all the way to the basket. I mean. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. But she impressed. goes limp,
0: so it is easier, I guess. That would be in theory. Um, last thing I wanted to say about this Unless you guys said anything else Is John Morant has uh, 28 made baskets This series He also has 33 tweets So uh, mm. and maybe you know, put the phone down And let's get to work Because I did say to Owen I'm getting some Westbrook vibes By the way he just kind of Randomly runs to the rim and just scoop like a, a, he just throws the ball as hard as he can at the
3: rim like it looks
0: great when it goes in but let's let's slow down here and think a little bit let's learn how to
3: like not fall after every layup like he just slams as hard as he can into the four and let's try and take some j's and threes maybe because that's clearly a weakness he doesn't pull up for anything it's always to the rim
0: yeah it's not a great look when carl towns is and you packing and puffing out his chest after maybe not the best look anyway <laughs> Uh, I think you can put Denver and the Warriors. Sorry. Yeah, Denver and the Warriors. I thought I said Golden State Warriors. My bad. Denver and the Warriors and the Bulls-Bucks series kind of in the same way. Just in a little bit of different ways. Denver today, that was the best game they can play. Mm-hmm. Mar- what's it? Whatever. Morris. I can't remember his first Monte name. Monte Morris. Monte Morris. I kept wanting to say Marcus Morris, but that I knew that wasn't <laughs> right. Monte Morris had 24. Jokic had 37. That's the maximum of Denver's capabilities. Use the altitude to your advantage. Win that game. Get the gentleman's sweep. I don't have any misconceptions about Game 5. And the Bulls Game 2 that they won was much the same. has 41. Yeah. Guys chip in otherwise. You're, you're an inferior team playing a superior opponent. You get your win, gentlemen, sweep. This usually happens sometimes. I will say, what I respect the most about the Warriors is those guys played together so long and have played together in so many big games. Like They're just bound to never go away. They're always chipping at your lead. They're never out the game. I respect that. And where Milwaukee differs from that, in my opinion, and you can take either of these if you want, is the, to me, for a championship team, they don't have the same level of control that other teams do. And I know they're without Middleton, but like, they let the Bulls get back in these games. And, I mean, usually you'd see a team with that type of, like, reigning champions, like championship experience, at least in my memory, they would have that ability against a team like Chicago, who's probably the worst team in the East, to be like, okay, you know what, we're just we're just going to put you away now. You, mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about it, and we're going to sweep this series. But I don't know if that's a boot and holes or Any If you had anything you want to say about either of those series, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I just, to the Warriors, I... I agree with you. I think they have something that a lot of maybe it's experience um, or it might just be coaching or like like cohesiveness and chemistry, but they they know so well how to play with each other and how to how to play against their opponents. Like at the end of the game, it was like it was pretty crazy because they every time down the floor, they would do whatever it took to um, get switches with uh, Jokic and then Curry was scoring like layup after layup after layup. So, I mean, it's a obviously a really well-coached team and they have been playing together long enough to where they know, you know, they trust the players on the floor, trust Steph, and they know what to do to get him the looks that he needs to get. And then on the defensive end, I mean, they obviously didn't play as well as they maybe could have, but um, they're, you know, pretty solid defensively. So I just think there's a gap there in terms of, you uh, just chemistry and and experience and cohesiveness that a lot of other teams don't have.
3: Yeah, they just know each other's spots, right? Like, how many times you kind of forget, you know, is is clean going to make an impact? And then boom, he has like three threes in a row. It's nine point game. Like yeah. uh, Curry with the mismatches was I thought it was really smart because not only is is it is Jokic a poor defender on Curry, but they're also tiring him out, right? Because because um, they get get him in that switch. You got mismatches everywhere. Um, and and you can see like they're just molding pool into like the fourth person of that, and, and it's gonna be sick to see for the for the years coming here, um, and and Denver I think they played a perfect game, and that's what they needed to get a win. But I don't think they can uh, they can you know push this series any longer. I think you know Golden State will get it done there at home for Game Five. Um, you know, Denver, thirty seven from Jokic. They were getting some stuff from Boogie as well, which was good. I think that was also a, a positive. Morris had a great game. I was just I know do I think Doris Burke was talking about
0: it. It'd be interesting. What's funny? <laughs> Owen's girl, though it's Doris Burke. Owen said she might be the Doris. GOAT NBA commenter today. Yeah.
2: She's up there, dude. I love listening it, to her. It'd just be
3: interesting since the only weakness Golden State has is the big men, like the centers. It would just be cool to see Jokic and Boogie play at the same time on the on the court. That's what that's what Doris said. I think that'd be that'd be cool. Because Jokic, like you can move him out. Like he's a he's he's a guard. He's a forward. He's a center. It doesn't matter. You could just stick Boogie down low. So I think then you'd have a mismatch every time on the court. Yeah, I, I think it'd be cool to see. Like
2: at the end of the game when Draymond Green fouled out and they were putting uh, Kevon Looney on Jokic, it didn't really like do much. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. Jokic had that pass um, to I think it was Morris in the corner yeah. uh, to ice the game. Like he was, uh, and they were doing like a box and one with with. Kevon Looney just like fronting him and denying the ball. So he's – I mean, I, I I agree with you. I think it would be interesting to see how, how they play with Looney and Draymond on the floor at the same time guarding both Boogie yeah. and Jokic because I don't know if it would really work well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Denver got good games from Highland today too. So oh, yeah. They uh they they went like six for six on the guys they needed to play well, and they won by five. Barton so. hit like the clutchest three,
3: and I was like, oh, like Barton was probably playing good. No, he went like two for five and had six
1: points. Yeah.
0: But he hit a clutch three, so. when it, it matters most. It's about when, not not how many. Um, I think, Adam, your championship prediction of the Warriors that we all laughed at, I think maybe you should just be the basketball guy on this show now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you
1: guys laugh at it? I don't think anyone laughed. Well, we I were like, it would be we... nice to Adam Day, I think. Oh, yeah, maybe.
3: I know we laughed when we picked the over in the regular season. Yeah, we were mm. like, we we're like, look well, at this Kaminga.
0: Yeah, that's who you're relying on. But <laughs> he was right. Yeah, Adam was right. What can I say? Yeah, sometimes he's screaming for would the you pick the East, the Nets? Maybe. Uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. one for two. We're West <laughs> focused today. <laughs> one for two. We're West <laughs> focused. Yeah, we don't worry about the East. Uh, I think you can group. Toronto, Philadelphia, and uh, Utah, Dallas in the same sentence here because to me, I don't know if this is just me, but all of a sudden, if Fred Van Vliet, do you know how serious that injury is? Is it looking? He's back? questionable for Game Five. So Man, you guys have had a tough go with this series. <laughs> yeah, literally haven't had a healthy lineup for the entire series. Yeah, that's not never what you like to see. But I think that was an admirable effort in Game Four, even if it just was to avoid the sweep. Mm-hmm. well done. Like I told you one time, the Spurs avoided the sweep against the Warriors. And like, I thought they were going to get swept and the whole day felt like a championship. Oh, it was yeah. like, wow, we really won that game. Oh, like yeah. that was sick. Oh, yeah. So if that's the day you got, then congratulations. Cause I know how good that feels, but I feel like that could, you know, game five, if Toronto hangs around in that one, maybe Gets sneaks a out a win. Scary. On, yeah. And bead with the thumb, you never know. And the Utah Dallas series, which it seemed like Dallas was ready to put away with uh with <laughs> with about 30 seconds left and then Utah goes on that quick 40 run. If you're wondering about guest of the show cookie, um I have a quick story to tell you. He Ontario is now legalized gambling. Mm. Okay. He's a resident there for a lot of the time, so he was able to register for a platform and That's get cool. $250 in bet credits <laughs> yeah. to, at the start of the NBA playoffs, which was last weekend, I think. Yeah, so it's yeah. been 8 days. He texted me this weekend that he's down to $5 of the 250 good, good. bet credits. Cool. And he uh, said, don't worry, though, because I love the Mavericks and I love the Sixers today. And oh, so cool. and so I knew when the Mavericks went ahead by three with 30 seconds left, eh, it's not over. Yeah, <laughs> those bet credits are going to go down to zero. So anyway, in case you're wondering. In- so 250 to zero now. Yeah. Wow. In eight days. In eight days. Impressive. That is something. Oh man! From the man who brought you Donovan Mitchell, he might not be better than LeBron, but he's getting close. <laughs> <laughs> Has lost his bad credit. Uh, did you have anything you want to say about your Raptors or the Jazz? Game? Uh, Whatever.
3: yeah, pretty good game by the Raps. Um, Barnes came he's back. A huge- didn't play great, so really it was just, you know, Van Vliet left in, like, the second quarter, didn't come back, and it was basically just Siakam and OG and our role guys. So um, our role players played pretty well. I think I thought Achua played really well, hit him with the Ginobili there at the end. That was sick. That was a great play, um, and Precious has been getting better and better. Siakam was getting a lot of heat after Game 3. I thought he responded well, uh, had, like, 30-something points, was hitting some clutch shots, so... And, uh... Yeah, I thought, you know, Sixers were missing the shots. A lot of the corner open threes that they were hitting in the first three games were going down, weren't going down in game four. Um, and Bede wasn't playing great. Um, I don't know. I, I can't say like I need someone who's not a Raptors or Sixers fan to judge how the whistle went. I don't know if it was going more in our favor, or if you know, Embiid should have had more fouls. I don't know. I knew he was sarcastically clapping at the rest, which was a bold move after saying you know, after saying what he said to Nick Nurse. Um, but <laughs> It's true. It wasn't even a week later. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> it was, like, 72 hours after. Like, he's already going at the refs and saying that they had one job to do and they got it done, whatever that means. Um, but, yeah, like, going into game five, him with the, uh, with the thumb that he's going to have to get surgery on is tough. I think it's on his shooting hand, right? Yeah, right hand. Right hand. And Doc 3-1. Yeah. So, kind of, we have Doc Rivers right where we want him, at three <laughs> one up three one up three <laughs> one. Literally, right where we want him. Don't want him anywhere else. So, I'm feeling confident. Raps in seven. Oh, Raps back. seven. <laughs> I'm back. He's back. He's back. I'm back. Injured Embiid. Doc three one. I'm I'm back.
2: Yeah. Look, can I uh, let me let me throw in like playoff Harden into that? Oh, yeah. Formula mm. because we got a vintage playoff Harden. Um, he was like. He shot 29% from the field, so...
3: That's always
0: good.
2: Like, yeah, it's always nice when your, like, star is, like, kind of banged up and you can rely on, like, a second option that'll, like, carry mm. you through the tough times. Oh, he'll so, carry
0: you, all right. He'll carry
3: in his belly, yeah. but you know, he'll be carried. <laughs> oh, and what else yeah. did the Raptors do in Game 4? They weren't doubling Harden. Like, Alex, you should get a spot yes. on the bench. I think I should get a spot on the bench because I've been preaching, don't double Harden. They get open threes and knock them down. We didn't double Harden. We let him do his little stupid step back and he went four for seventeen. To no one's surprise. So tour date. Get me get me my seat just, on the bench.
2: I think it's time to realize like Harden is uh he's not like he's not the same guy anymore. Like he's like a different player now. He's reached a different stage of his career where he's not he's not going to be able to score like 30 points on you or 40 points on you in isolation anymore. That's just not who he is.
3: That that's what I'm saying. He's not the same scorer, yeah. but he's still the same passer. He's still a really good passer. So when he's you do send had, the yeah. double, he'll literally always find the open guy. Exactly. So just take your chances with the single, right? So single yeah. coverage so.
0: Yeah, no. He the way he every that's not a un, unpredictable thing. The way Houston used him for years was literally like kinda of messed up to be honest. He his job was literally like be a battering ram for eighty games and he always did it. So I respect him for that, but he was never healthy enough come playoff time. My greatest take ever still remains. He'll never win a ring. That was a great take. Seven years ago. Wow. That's a high to win that one. Um New Orleans and Phoenix is gonna be played after we record this so we can't really say anything about that. And Miami Atlanta, it was a fun game three. Miami won game four. I mean I'll be honest. That series just kind of bores me. Like those two teams are kind of the same. Like I'm just cool with one of them being there next round. So, whatever. It's it's yeah. For some reason, it's just not the funnest series. Um,
3: I feel like Owen does like it just because it's his boys, like Hero and, and Robinson. But it's just I don't know. Trey Young. Trey Young only played well in Game Three, and he hasn't been his usual self just because Miami's just played such suffocating defense. Um, and uh, I don't know. The Hawks are the Hawks. I I just. Like, I don't yeah, know. Who gets who gets hyped about the Hawks? Who's
0: like, whoa, Hawks, game five, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I'm good. I might skip it. Eh, whatever. You have anything about either of those on?
2: No, no, not really. I just, uh, it's weird to me. This is like on a, not a super, like just on the heat point. I don't know why they're not giving Robinson more minutes. Like, he scored yeah. the whatever it was, 27, and then they just parked him on the bench. He's been playing like nine minutes a game since then
3: yeah literally they were you like know?
2: let's get streus back in there like that was their big thing
3: yeah i'm i'm a robinson over Struess guy for sure so yeah. what do you expect from duncan bro when you're gonna play him like five minutes and he only gets to shoot two threes i need him shooting at least nine to see if he's gonna go oh for nine or nine for nine you know it, it, yeah.
0: guys if it's a coin flip maybe play the guy you're paying 20 million maybe mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just my take but whatever um charlotte quickly last thing for a non-playoff team charlotte dismiss James Borrego on Friday which I imagine he will actually find a job rather quickly maybe as an assistant at first but he'll definitely be back as a head coach the team improved in record for all three years he was there he was a Spurs assistant for a long time I always liked the guy I think he did a fine job but I would imagine that this is this is just me guessing but I would imagine that Frank Vogel is of some interest to them that's just my guess this is also on the back of some interesting stuff a few weeks ago that I had written down but we never got to it on the show where the mellow ball Jay Williams was saying he just believes he will. He has Lakers all over him, that the request will come in sooner rather than later. Not, you know, this off season or anything, but saying that he's probably not long for there. You're starting to see the Laker photoshops pop up everywhere, which shocker. I saw Luka Doncic Lakers photoshopped yeah, yesterday. Yeah, gross. So don't put too much stock in it. But what do you make of this going on in Charlotte? You like this move? You optimistic about their future? Or is this couple seasons ending in kind of a whimper? A little concerning to you oh and you're probably the Lamelo guy here why don't you go
2: yeah i'm as far as firing the coach it makes sense to me because i think maybe last year they were like you know they felt like they had a young team it wasn't the of the utmost importance that they make the playoffs but this year they kind of got embarrassed um in the play-in and obviously they want to take that next step and they have in the last couple of years so it makes sense that they would try and um kind of move in a different direction and as for Lamelo ball like uh I, I mean I didn't I've, I haven't heard anything about him going to LA but it makes sense like I know that was LeVar's big plan is like get everybody like <laughs> Lonzo's gonna get drafted to the Lakers he's gonna be like the next LeBron James how'd that work go <laughs> <laughs> hasn't worked out well so far but like I think it makes sense to me he's like probably in the mellows ear like Let's get you to LA. Like we'll build your brand in LA, you'll be like the face of the franchise, you'll be like the successor to LeBron. So it makes some sense.
0: You think you think the Lakers would take him? Would they take him? Over Kendrick yeah. No. I don't
2: know. I don't <laughs> and T H T maybe a second round pick. To yeah. Throw that in there. Yeah. With Stein.
3: I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense for him to go to LA if LeBron's still there. It's just yeah. it's just gonna be too much drama. Yeah, and I don't know when LeBron's gonna leave LA, and if he will leave LA. You gotta so, wait till Bronny gets drafted. Gotta wait. Oh, that's gonna be even worse because I don't know. I just feel like that'd be way too much drama. Is it you know Lamelo's team? LeBron's still there. He's still in his spotlight. So I think he should just stay with the Hornets. I think. I mean, you were saying right, like the Hornets were the team that he kind of wanted to go to in the in the draft, right? He, like he definitely didn't so, want to go to the Warriors. Yeah. So. I don't know. I th- I think he should just stay there. I think you know he he could uh, be a star. I think he's good enough to you know lead them to to some playoff
0: appearances if they get the team right there. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not like it's the magic. So that's how I feel. He can he can do just fine there. That's my opinion. We're gonna talk about some football. We're gonna talk about some pigskin. I'm mm. I'm getting the itch I don't know if Yo, I got the itch the other day but it's a and this is a bad time to be getting the itch too it's way too early because think about like May June, July, August those have may hasn't even started We got a full four months but I'm already getting the itch It's tough. you think back to those days where it's like Sunday and it's just on and Oh, the afternoon slate doesn't look great. Like it, it does look great. It's NFL football. I'm missing it right now, but the draft is this week so you can get excited for that. The first story which came out, this is this is kind of an extended one. The Giants are reportedly looking to trade first-round pick Kadarius Tony only uh shortly a, a year into his tenure with the team now. Uh here's the recap of his rookie season in case you were wondering. Two positive COVID tests. Uh, tossed out of a game for throwing a punch. At OTAs, he had a toe issue because he practiced with the wrong size cleat on and then tried to practice with one shoe, like do a full practice in one shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't let him do that. But um, now apparently Brian Dayball said they've been trying to get in contact with him. He hasn't shown up to any off-season <laughs> meetings. They don't know like what he, where he is, what he's doing. Um, not a great look. So... He's a New York Giant. That's just what New York Giants do. This is a Dave Gettleman classic right here. So uh, I would be surprised if a team took him. He's obviously very talented, but, I mean, would you really trade assets to get this guy? He seems kind of unreliable.
1: Yeah, I saw in his rookie year, he also wasn't showing up to, like, optional OTAs or any optional workouts, so I feel like... Yeah, when you're a
3: rookie, they're kind of not <laughs> yeah, optional. you're taking the word optional like, a little, like, a little too, too seriously.
1: You're not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, you're a rookie. <laughs> Maybe show up to those, so yeah, I don't think... I don't know what team. Maybe the Browns or like the Jets. But... Oh, the Browns definitely don't have a problem with him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know who who would want that. I need player. him on the Jags.
3: Are you fast? Are you a former first round pick?
1: Like you're fitting great. You're fitting great. Yeah. So I guess this does kind of have the Jags or the. But he could go to a team who like probably doesn't do the whole optional thing. Like you think the Steelers are going like, hey, like you can come if you want. I doubt. I think like every I team doubt. does that. Yeah, but I feel like a team like the Steelers or something would be like, you guys, like, you can come if you want, but, like, you're coming. They're definitely you know a lot I mean? more, like, stiff in their procedures, I would yeah. say. It's not
3: optional. Yeah. Like, you show up. Do you think he goes in? to the to the pats and bill
0: belichick just whips him up in a (laughs) shape just the new randy moss (laughs) that's what the patriots fans have you believe i'm sure the Mm, tapes are out there i wasn't Mm. looking oh and you're probably Um, the biggest Kadarius tony fan like literally i know you even listen to his albums so wow wow. i have (laughs) i i
2: love Kadarius tony i think he's like one of the most electric players i've ever seen on a football field i mean he also played in college like yeah. he has more tape than the two games but okay so what are teams
3: missing out on if they don't sign him
2: i mean they're missing out on somebody like look at his agility watch him play okay he can make he can like cut on a dime it's ridiculous his his uh like lateral quickness is ridiculous he's pretty fast um like he's super talented so i think someone will pick him up it's just a question of like the risk you want to take so that's why yeah i like the jags like a team that you know if if he doesn't show up you take a flyer on him if it doesn't pan out like who cares
1: you know you sound like you're you're contending for anything
2: yeah yeah you're the jags um (laughs) but like if you're the if you're like a contender like i wouldn't risk it like i wouldn't give up assets for this guy if you're trying to win Okay, you know I, mean? I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see, so like, so
3: yeah. like literally a year removed from a first round pick. And let's be clear. There were like six teams that took a flyer on Kevin White. So I think someone will take a chance on Kadarius Tony. So you know what I'm in? Like I don't mind like you wanna to go to the Raiders, let's do it.
1: Ugh. Yeah, Brady might want to.
0: Yeah, Brady could use him. I think bring back A B too. Yeah, if we're doing a thought process, parking him in Florida seems like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Parking him in Vegas seems like a bad idea too. I think like Indianapolis <laughs> or some yeah, Buffalo. Seattle. Buffalo, somewhere yeah. where he can't get in a lot of trouble would work. Green Bay. Green Bay. he get along great with Rodgers. I'm sure. Aaron Rodgers is looking for receivers, in case you were wondering. Yeah. He's looking at a long year, a double coverage for Randall Cobb, so I think he's <laughs> I think he's down for a receiver with some speed. Um, no, we'll see what happens. It is very, very Gettleman and very Giants, so I do like it, but it's tough. It's tough for Owens. Boy, he's been hyping him up, so you hate to see I him. do love him. Um, NFL did announce their schedule reveal Will be on May 12th One of my random favorite days I love schedule reveal Get to look at that Oh Sunday night here Sunday night there Thursday night football Remember last year I remember we picked it out On the first show We said the worst Thursday night game Was going to be week 4 Panthers and Texans, and we all said at that time we were going to watch it, and guess what? We watched it. And I remember it. Texans oh, Panthers it. got the four and zero, great game. <laughs> um, but this year, the headline news is there's going to be three Christmas games. I've seen a lot of conversations about this. Christmas is on a Sunday this year, so it's not really that crazy. It's not like it's on a Wednesday, but. They're encroaching on NBA territory with this one. There's never been three Uh-oh. games on Christmas before the Max was two, which they did last year. Now, I saw, there were some really good tweets out there. I saw somebody said, Adam Silver Adam Silver can only plan Warriors-Lakers once to take away viewers. Which, uh, <laughs> and then it was the he's trying his best to make it look vicious meme. Uh, so that was tough. But uh, I'm all for this. I like it. NFL like literally you could put I don't even know Texans commanders on Christmas and I'm taking it over anything basketball has to offer so
1: I'm,
0: I'm down for Christmas.
1: Yeah, schedule reveal <laughs> is always nice because you turn on NFL Network and he's doing the little like W or L thing. Oh, yeah. And you can go through all the scenarios and you're like, ah, oh, well, week seven, you know, we play the like, you know, going through all the scenarios and trying to figure out what your record's going to be.
0: Yeah. So you go
1: through the Cowboys and you're like, oh,
0: that's going to be tough. Yeah. But- you're like,
1: ah, oh, I mean, we we could maybe win this one, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> one yeah. One
0: of those little W's, little L's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it helps with a lot of storylines too.
3: I know uh, as soon as the Brady to to, to New England week four, oh my God, people were talking about that in May, like it was a week away. So people just, they'll find storylines and they're the craziest storylines. And, you know, they'll find... You'll, like I said like you'll be in May and they'll find a team with the like the Giants were I think they had like a week three game they're like this is must win like if they lose this like the season's <laughs> over um same with the Cowboys like they were like Tampa lost week two was another I think tough one and they're like if by week three if they if they don't win like <laughs> yeah you know Jerry Jones might sell the team like I'm like what the heck so yeah but it's still a fun time yeah I love it it but, is.
2: I like the uh, I like the like on the storyline point. I love the revenge games. Like I'm gonna mm. love. I, I I'm praying we get like a. I know they're gonna do it because it's the NFL. But like a Browns, Texans, like that week is, like that seven That is in eight. The cards this year. Yeah, that's I'm gonna be pumped for that. I'm gonna be pumped for the like kadarius Tony revenge game. Jags versus Giants Thursday <laughs> night football like week nine. I'm gonna <laughs> turn into that one. So I like those ones. Those are the ones where you get really hyped because it's oh, and then you get like. Then, when it gets closer, it's like, oh, is, are they going to, like, handshake? <laughs> like, get into all that stuff. I mean? So, it just builds hug. it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
0: They talked about that on first take for all of August. You say, guys, that game is on October 4th. So, <laughs> don't worry. We'll have plenty of time. Uh, here's an interesting one. Jeff Darlington on Thursday says that he does believe Baker Mayfield will be released, which, I mean, no duh. And I am getting kind of tired of talking about Baker Mayfield, but... This one is important. He believes the very next day after he released, foregone conclusion, he's going to sign with the Steelers. So this Uh, is interesting to me because, listen, okay.
1: He's talking himself into it. Okay,
0: I've been hating on Baker Mayfield for probably three straight (laughs) years, okay? I've been said he was a fourth-round pick talent, whatever. I, I know I said what I said. But Baker Mayfield, for free, in all seriousness, is not that bad. With no risk, attached, for free, not giving up assets to get him. I'm in. So who's your starting quarterback? I, Sorry, like, <laughs> like Baker. It's gonna be like a ten-man competition at this point. We yeah. we got quite I, a few names.
2: I love what the Steelers are doing, where they're like, we don't have any options, so just bring in everybody that's available. This like is, yeah, everybody, yeah, just like bring them in. Yeah, like the Bears. Yeah.
1: and Yeah. It's never gone wrong. That was
2: an ugly comparison. <laughs> that was really ugly. Yeah, that was that was ugly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And they're gonna be like just. We got no starter. Like we're gonna fight it out. Like Baker, and uh, like Kenny Pickett.
3: And- <laughs> <laughs> do <Don't laughs> Mitch.
2: Monster. Mitch, yeah, Mitch. You guys are gonna battle it out. I'm S- pumped. So. He
3: just lost all inside track on the Panthers. That's just not a... The inside track was
0: lost? Yeah. The Steelers (laughs) took over the inside track. Oh, okay. Yeah. The mutual disinterest is back. Mm -hmm. That was quick. Yeah. (laughs) It was a brief flame. It it lasted a very short amount of time. But seriously... Yeah. If you get a shoulder healthy, he might be, you know... That's what I'm saying. For free, healthy, not that bad. Seriously. mm. Not that bad. I might... uh, I'm upset about it a little bit. <laughs> um, I saw a hypothetical in pro football talk this week. I thought I would ask you guys because I liked this question. NFL draft, obviously, on Thursday night. Very excited. For those who forget, the show's coming on Friday morning instead of on Thursday morning this week. So be on the lookout for that. But important note here, what would you rather? So two bad situations, you get to decide what you would rather. Your team drafts a bus QB in the first round, or your team passes on a Hall of Fame quarterback. First round. What's worse?
2: Passing on the hall. Of oh, Fame.
0: passing on a Hall of Fame quarterback
2: by a million.
3: Well, I feel like kind of drafting. Ah, so hold on, yeah. drafting a bust in the first round or just- bust quarterback, bust quarterback. No,
1: drafting a bust is way worse. Like most teams pass on a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like that happens all the oh. time. Everyone passed on Tom Brady, you're not gonna sit there and cry about it. Well, but um, if you draft yeah, a bus that like ruins your franchise yeah, you for the coming year. You like you pass on it. Dan Marino, you're not just like, oh well, we got this guy instead. Yeah, like it's well, fine. I mean... In that scenario, like I can still get a good player, but if you draft a bus quarterback in the first round, that ruins your franchise for the next like six years. Like you it takes mm. a while to dig yourself out of that hole. On one hand six years. On one yeah, hand, he, like J- easily.
0: Like Jamarcus Russell, yes. But it's like kind of case by case, like Josh Rosen. Yeah, no. Josh Rosen. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I feel like passing on the Hall of Famers, ah, it's kind of close to me. Because I like, I like think the Bears hearing about Mahomes and Watson forever is is pretty bad.
2: I think it's especially bad when you take a bust right, or somebody that's not as good right, like with the pick right before. Mm. Like you get the Ricky Rubio, Johnny Flynn, like Steph Curry yeah. type situation. <laughs> that was like those crazy. are always the worst because then it's like, you like for the rest of time, whoever the GM is in the organization that passed on, like this Hall of Fame quarterback for like a bum, yeah, it's just like etched in history. And it it's makes bad it if worse. it's
1: the same position for sure. Like, if you much t- worse, if you take a yeah. quarterback mm-hmm. and then like a Hall DK of Fame quarterback, or goes
2: back. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. JJ I- Ortega, I understand <laughs> what you say when like it can set teams back, but I feel like some teams just try way too hard with a guy that we know is not going to be good. And, like, like, look at the Giants with Daniel Jones. They're just trying way too hard. They should have cut <laughs> him, like, fax. two years ago, dude. Faxed. Like, Huge they just... Fax. And no wonder you get set back six years. It's like you're literally not trying to replace Daniel Jones when we know he's not going to take you anywhere.
0: They're like, ah, oh, so, like, we'll just take a flyer on the Q-tip and try like, to figure it This out. year, like, this is the year, <laughs> Daniel Jones. Like, four years is what they need. I don't yeah, know. I guess we just came to a no decision there. But you know what? If we, if it went down to the vote, I think we decided pass it on the Hall of Fame. I, I'm yeah, that's my vote. But me too. The bust is tough, but bad, bad, two bad situations. Earl Thomas is back.
1: Ah, uh,
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't care.
0: Yeah, if you're wondering how he announced he's back, he texted Adam Schefter, "quote I'm ready." So let's go. He's thirty three.
1: Cowboys are going to sign him, probably.
0: Yeah, that seems like a very Cowboys move. I was going to say, I don't know who's going to sign him, and then you said that. So, (laughs) I feel like there's not much else you can say. Or it does seem like kind of Pete Carroll to just be like, come come on back. Like, I'm sure that Pete Carroll would sign Cam Chancellor if he could. I
1: mean, he hates Pete Carroll, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he gave him the finger. Yeah. 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 That's when we were talking about him going to the Cowboys. That's right. And then what happened
0: with the Ravens again? Did he get injured? Uh, what, what happened with his brother, I uh, think, was I sort know. of the situation there. With the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was, it was kind of a double bad situation. Um, oh, lastly, man. I don't want to. <laughs> Kyler Murray said his goal is to win multiple Super Bowls with the Cardinals. Don't care. See you in September. Pick a side. I don't care. Tell me when you decide and <laughs> see you in September. That's it. That's all I got to say about Kyler Murray. I imagine that's all we have to say yeah. about Kyle yeah. Murray. Anyway, weekend winners and losers. What we got? What do we want to start with? Winners or losers? What are you positive or negative? Losers, losers. Let's go. You've made the decision. So yeah. the first loser, I'll, I'll hit it. The first loser for me is We the People, because now Ben Simmons is not going to play Game Four, and this is extremely, extremely hurt because Ben Simmons had the chance to be the first player in NBA history, maybe sports history, to be eliminated in back-to-back games played. Think about that. <laughs> Yeah. And that's the perfect guy to hold that crown. Oh. Yeah. But Ben Simmons probably got wind of this and then I think his back started acting up again, so he's out. <laughs> so you hate to see that from the human skittle bag. But uh and humans are also losers this week because uh I'm sure some people know this, but crocodiles are taking over. And I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm becoming a croc guy. And not a croc guy and like I want to go swim with them, like No, like, I'm a croc guy, like, I like you, but stay away from me respectfully. Mm, Like, they're terrifying. Oh yeah, I'm sure people at the Flag Podcast and TikTok, if you want the big crocodile breakdown, but I came across a second crocodile story today that I thought was equally good. U.S. Naval Base in Florida. They couldn't land planes because a crocodile came onto the tarmac. A 7-foot, 130-pound crocodile planted itself on the tarmac and wouldn't get off. So, here's, like... No clue how a crocodile gets to an airport <laughs> tarmac. No clue. I've never been to Florida, so I don't really know about you know the water situation there. I imagine it was from a waterbed, but he wouldn't get off the tarmac. He was just sitting there soaking up the rays. It was a pretty great picture. So respect to the crocodiles. They're just dominating the human race. I'm kind of a croc guy these days, so I had to shut out my gators. Crocodiles <laughs> are a pretty cool animal.
3: Like, yeah. What are you rating them on a scale of 1 to 10? Oh, like what do you, like, you like they're superhuman. No, From they're insane. I, like they're, they're yeah. insane. Like you just knock out an actual
0: human. Like I can't believe that's a real thing. Like it seems like a fictional, like, you know, kind of like a unicorn like type thing. Dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dinosaur is better than unicorn. <laughs>
2: I was gonna say, I think you said seven foot one thirty.
0: Yeah. It's
2: kind of seems light. Like I I could <laughs> like these seven people feet? wrestling crocodiles, like I can kind of see that. Like I could see some, like, a, if you're a big dude, I think it's, you could beat like seven foot 130, yeah. you could beat that guy. Yeah, I, think I think it's
1: so. a 30 kilograms, 130 kilograms. Are you sure it's pounds? Like he Pounce. could also rip your head off. What? Yeah, like, but
2: 130, that's like Kevin
1: Durant.
3: <laughs> yeah, like I could, you know, wait, you're calling a crocodile light, dude. When he yeah. grabs your head and then does the what's that called, like the death roll where they just start, they grab on and just start like but he's spinning. Not. Yeah. I've, I've seen not rolling him yet 130. No, no. They're they're really crazy because they'll do it to like their own buddy, like their own buddy's <laughs> arm, little arm, little T Rex arm will get caught in their mouth, and then just for fun they'll just rip their buddy's arm off. It's insane.
2: I get that, but like you, all you do is just make sure its mouth doesn't like open, like hold its mouth shut, and it's not death rolling you. Like at one thirty pounds, it's not death rolling. You, should, you. I don't you... care you, if you're like a normal sized human. I think
1: alligator wrestling is like a thing you can do. So. It, definitely in Florida. I think saying. there is a strategy to it too. It's like hop on the back and push down. Yeah, like yeah.
0: you're so saying. You should, you that's should what I'm saying. It. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Get into it on.
2: Bet. Okay.
0: <laughs> like they're scaly, dude. I'm not, I'm not going near one of those. So the human race is losing. I also wrote down Yankee fans as losers this I week. I too. Yeah. You go ahead and Huge. take that one. I figured you would probably have it. So I don't want to step on okay. it. So go ahead.
2: Okay. Okay. Right now yeah go ahead yeah so i got the yankees fan the yankee fans because they played a series against the indians i think they're still whoa the whoa, Guardians. Whoa, whoa, my whoa, bad. whoa hand up yeah my bad Take old habits lap. die hard i apologize <laughs> <Take a lap. laughs> i apologize but they uh they had a series with the with cleveland over the weekend um and I guess the fans it was in New York obviously, and the fans were just like chirping,
0: no, oh and I got the full story here. I can tell you what happened. Oh, okay, okay, okay
2: because okay.
0: Cause here's the details. So this outfielder <laughs> named Stephen Kwan for the for the Guardians. Oh, okay. Guardians went into mm-hmm. the wall and he Guardians, needed medical yeah. attention and apparently when he went into the wall, they were just like mocking him for getting hurt. So the Guardians outfielders, the Guardians outfielders had an issue with this uh, and they like started yelling back. So now pick up your story.
2: Yeah, and so the this like Cleveland outfielder, his name's Miles Straw, he like climbed the wall at the end of an inning, like climbed it um to, to basically like have a face-to-face conversation with one of these Yankees fans. Like they were like literally like a foot apart and he was like just barking at him. And then after the game New York hit, or I guess at the end of the game, New York hit a walk off uh, hit, and the Yankees fans they just decided like we hit a walk off, like we're gonna start throwing garbage on the field, like a celebratory like garbage throw. <laughs> so they all just started throwing trash on the field <laughs> after a win, mind you, a walk off win, and then Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge had to like stop it, guys, like you know leave the garbage like in your seats yeah. because they were just. Going I heard to the they loved those two players
3: crazy. a lot. Yeah. yeah, I think they do.
2: At least that's what they say. And then after the game, Miles Straw was like, these are the worst fans I've ever met in my life. That's what he said.
3: Yeah, celebratory.
0: <laughs> let's trash this place,
2: yeah. our own home.
3: <laughs>
0: and if you haven't seen the video, you'd think like, oh, trash throw, like a couple hooligans, like just threw some trash. No, there was like 200 <laughs> beer cans and like 20 <laughs> bottled waters and pizza. It was crazy, man. An absolute yeah. zoo. So I agree with calling him the worst fan base in sports yeah. from uh, Miles Straw. Can't
3: say I'm surprised though.
0: No. It's the least shocking yeah. thing ever. We've seen the videos after they hit a walk off home run where you'd think, you know, you're safe back there, but you're just getting doused with beer. Like it's just the people, yeah. it's what they do, I guess. So <laughs> very
2: noisy for fourth place there. Yeah, very, <laughs> very
0: let's go baseball chirp on. That's raw. Did you have another loser cool. you wanted to shout out? Do I? Yeah. I actually
2: have two more. Oh, let's go. Let's go double up. Yes. So this is uh my my second one is Lucius Fox. Oh, this one is mine. So, oh, we're and then, just stepping everywhere today. Does Alex, you can take it. You take it. Second, no, 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 no you go for it. We'll just both no, go you back go and ahead. forth. You go ahead. Okay, you finish your second one. Then we'll, we're in a nice then we'll, off right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> no we'll transition. We'll do the handoff after. Okay, so my <laughs> third one uh, was pizza. So, I don't know if you guys have been following the USFL or not. Um no. Hand up. I've, I've missed most of the games. <laughs> yeah. By most, I mean all so far. That is most. Yeah. (laughs) But um, so there was an incident earlier this week that kind of made the rounds, um, a little bit of a scandal. So they had this running back. He's a former Michigan running back. His name is Devon Smith. Davion Smith, I think is how you say it. And he's playing for the Pittsburgh um, Maulers, which is a USFL team, I guess. Um, And... I guess they're doing like this hard knocks like documentary style show where they have cameras in in some of these teams and they're kind of, you know, filming how the USFL works and like how it's going on and everything. And so they're in training. This was, I think before training camp or during training camp, sorry. And Davion Smith, he went to the cafeteria um, to get, you know, fed, right. To eat his meal for the day, one of his meals for the day. And I guess they were serving like this chicken salad. And the and he asked the lunch lady, like the cafeteria lady, like, like, can I get a slice of pizza? And she she, she was like, she was like, is this gonna work for you? And he's like, no. Like, can I have a slice of pizza? And she was like, she was like, no. She said, no, they can Like, they, we don't have pizza. And so he, according in his words, that was like the end of the interaction. She was like, does this work for you? He goes, no. Do you have a slice of pizza? No. Okay. Fast forward. So after this meal, right, he eats his chicken. I would assume he ate the salad. He gets called into the office of his coach, right? <clears throat> so the coach pulls him in, like sits him down, right? You've We've all seen this on Hard Knocks a million times. It's that, you know, sits him down. Do you know why you're in here? No, you've been, you know, doing a lot of good work for us, but we're going to have to let you go. Oh, why are you letting me go? Because you were rude to this lunch lady. You violated, co- like, our team's, like, like rules basically meal policy meal policy (laughs) yeah so he was like but i didn't cuss or anything coach says i don't care you disrespected the lunch lady like we're letting you go the decision's already made and so then it really it ended up resulting in this like big twitter fight where like the team had to make an official statement about like there were other incidents with the with like the lunch lady like it wasn't just the one thing and he had to come out and be like hey i didn't do anything else disrespectful so like my guy like free my guy uh davy on that let's get him another tryout like he, all he wanted i feel like it's reasonable right you know mm-hmm. you don't want the chicken salad ask for the pizza no pizza you don't eat the pizza you eat the chicken salad it seems like a fair thing to me right yeah but the moralers disagreed and he got cut so for the big think, loser this week
1: you started the story by saying your loser this week is pizza so pizza yeah. loses in all of this because it didn't get eaten yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: or,
3: because, served. yeah. or served.
0: Or uh-huh. served. He yeah. wasn't able to fulfill his dreams of getting the pizza for lunch.
3: Yeah. And I don't know. It was, there was a little bit of your word against my word because the coach did say, because you said, he said that, <laughs> you said that Davion said no, right? After, like when, when she said, <laughs> the lunch lady said to Davion, is that going to be a problem? And he said no, right? According yes, to his words. Yeah. The coach said yes, yeah. that Davion said to the lunch lady, Yeah, that is gonna be a problem <laughs> That's what the coach said. <laughs> the coach said, No, you didn't say that. You said after she after the lunch lady said, Will that be a problem? You said, Yeah, that will be a problem. <laughs> so someone's lying, either Davion or the coach, and then yeah, it was so dumb. It was so cringe. It's it's yeah. gotten it's gotten so cringe now with the classic yeah, you've been doing a lot of great work, but you know this is a really hard decision for us here. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have to let you go. It was so cringe, dude. Like over a little lunch incident. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there were more serious problems that led up to it, but it was it was pretty. It was a little silly.
2: I think we um, gotta pull the tape to this point. Yeah. I think Pull them we, and release them.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. we got, we got to get the inside footage. I know they had a little camera stationed in her visor, so we could see the whole thing. If they're doing hard knocks, you might <laughs> oh, as well yeah. go all the way, lace the lunch lady. If they weren't doing it before, they got to do it now. So mm-hmm. anyway, she getting all these controversies. You boys wanted to split Lucius Fox, though. Yeah, I guess I'll go with <laughs> yeah, my losers. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll
3: stick with the baseball theme here a little bit that we've all had, and my loser is Lucius Fox. Uh, he's a player for the Washington Nationals. Um and uh, he had a little incident incident today. Um, he's been listed now as of now out with an illness. You know, is it COVID related? No, it's not. We're all good. Not COVID related. A little bit of tummy troubles. Mm, um, we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. Classic. I <laughs> classic. I gotta get this pregame meal in right now, or else I'll be hungry the whole game. He ate something. Right. Now he. The video goes and it pans into him and he's got the classic, you know, hands on your knees. I'm just waiting for this stuff to come out. And he does a little pull where he just abdomen like sucks up and he unleashes an absolute cannon of a vomit just all over the field and there are these like little yellow pebbles i have no idea i don't know it looks like maybe it was corn or popcorn or something like that some of those lines he was eating good dude <laughs> but he, he like it was funny because most guys are just like hands on the knees and they just like vomit but he or, like or you he put like your f- glove up and you hide it but he was just that's letting a thing it go yeah. people do that yeah of oh. course you just let it go some fertilizer for the ground um, but the way he like, <laughs> it was insane. Cause he just like flexed his abs like so hard, just like a, uh, and then everything just went out. Go check the video out. It's actually hilarious. So, um, I know like my one weakness, I think I can bear with a lot of smells, but the smell of vomit just makes me want to vomit so bad. It's, it's disgusting. So our guy, uh, Lucius Fox, there, quadnell. Yeah. Right. A little embarrassed. I got
2: I got two things. So first of all, (laughs) shout out to Lucius Fox, because he's named after the guy from Batman. Oh, yeah, let's go. Morgan Freeman's character Mm -hmm. is named Lucius Fox in The Dark Knight. Skip that. So there's that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there's that. And then also, like, I feel like whenever I've seen players throw up on the field, like when a few pitchers have done it while they're on the mound, it's always, like, there's the first and it's, like, a little bit, and then there's a second where it's a a little bit more. Yeah. There's always, like, two rounds of it. But he like you're right, Alex. Like he like was controlling his intake, like his air, and his like ab muscles. So he was like, "I'm getting this all out at one time," and he just like summoned it up and just shot it out. (laughs) Like the radius of it, it was like (laughs) the radius. It was like going outwards. It was. It was was covering everything. It was wild. Can we get a a super
3: soaker?
0: Can we get an advanced analytics (laughs) launch angle on the on the vomit?
3: (laughs) Also, I don't know if this was during game time. But he really didn't even make an effort to go maybe to the bench or anything. He was like, I'm not
0: making it. Like, yeah. I'm just doing this right here. As a kid who grew up playing baseball, there is a lot of downtime in the field. You usually spend it like with spits as a child. So I feel like he was like, I'm just going to get this vomit in in between like, the 3-2 and the 3-1, and uh, it'll be fine. So
3: anyway, yeah, another loser. Um, my second loser is the Golden Knights. Uh, they've been a loser, I think, a couple times for me on the show Uh, They're a loser just because they're a horribly run organization. Um, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday. (laughs) This is so funny. Emily Kaplan, one of the best insiders in in NHL. um, She broke the Jack Eichel trade perfectly, gets the inside scoops on a lot of things. She said that Robin Leonard, the goalie for the Golden Knights, is out for the season. I think it was a knee thing or something, and that he's getting surgery and he's done. Okay. And, you know, for the rest of the day, everyone's like, oh, that's a huge blow for the Golden Knights. They're trying to make a playoff push. Not going to have their number one goalie. You know, he's going to be out. He'll be back next season. Day after that, Golden Knights are having practice and they ask their head coach, Peter DeBoer, like, what's going on with Robin Leonard? Like, th- this must be tough. Like, he- he's getting like knee surgery. Like, this is going to suck. And he goes, as far as I know, he's coming to practice today and he's supposed <laughs> to play
0: uh what (laughs) what's going on here no it gets better after that did you get the part after that (laughs) what was the part after so they did practice that day and he did not show up and then the next day so so whatever they practice with one goalie and an emergency backup goalie oh yeah the next day they ask him before the practice what's the goalie plan tonight and he goes Leonard's going to back up, and we're going to start the other guy. So they go to the practice, and Leonard's not practicing again. It's the emergency <laughs> guy again. So uh, the game started like 10 minutes ago. We got no idea what's the situation in the cage
3: there. I so have no idea. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I think he said something along the lines of like, it's a maintenance day. He'll be back tomorrow, as far as I know. <laughs> and he never came back. Yeah. And there's been a lot of confusion with like, if he's getting surgery, if he's not... The Golden Knights, if, like, I mean, this is more for hockey fans would know this, but they're a very poorly run organization. This isn't the first time they've had an incident with their goalie or their players. They just honestly run the organization
0: poorly, so um, they're a big loser. They certainly are. There's no doubt. Winners. Winners. I got Miggy Cabrera as a winner. I figured, oh, yeah. you know, 3,000 hits is one of those things. A lot of stats in sports do not stick up. They just become dated over time. 3,000 hits is something that will never become dated. He is the 33rd player to ever do it, which, I mean, I wouldn't even know how to calculate the percentage of that, of being a Major League player doing 3,000 hits. I'm sure there's... It's crazy odds. And he was playing the Yankees on Thursday. Big game, and they bring him in as a pinch hitter and the Yankees intentionally walk him on hit 2,999. And earlier in the day, I could have made the Yankees a loser for this, but earlier in the day, they asked Miggy about the possibility of doing it against the Yankees. And he said, I would love to do it against the Yankees because when I was a kid in Venezuela, they came to scout me and their scout told me, stop hitting. You're only ever going to make it as a pitcher. So that would have been a flex, but instead Aaron Boone had to walk him. So regardless, my guy's a beast there's nobody nobody active is going to hit 3000 hits right now so you're not going to see one for like a long time a long time you think Joey Votto is close he has 2000 so yeah that's not happening yeah how many triple crowns did he have just one just one, which two. even okay. then there's what only you... been like three triple crown winners ever yeah Phil,
2: so do you remember that season
0: oh insane it's
3: crazy he was <clears throat> he was pretty classy after the game too right oh he's like, like the best like he he like I, I, a lot of people were upset at Aaron Boone for walking him but Cabrera was just like you know it's part of the game i'm i'm not gonna get you know super upset at this and whatever i'll get my three thousand. later. yeah
0: so and he did it on a saturday nice day and shout out to him for staying loyal to the tigers for like all those years because the tigers have been garbage for like six years in a row and he's just like no nah. like i'm good Like, got uh, my ca- my check still ca- my check still cash I'm, <laughs> I'm chilling uh did you want to say anything about On
2: no i was just gonna say I, w- I was gonna like point out like how you were saying it's might we might not see another 3,000 like person like another hitter get to 3,000 hits for like a long, long time? Like it could be like flat, could potentially for the rest of our lives. So it's pretty, like you said, no active player is on track to hit it. So like people need to realize how impressive it is. It's like pretty crazy, yeah. And I feel of, like uh, the last
0: one before this was like Beltray, like 2017, wasn't it?
2: Ichiro. Ichiro?
0: Yeah, he, he did it too. No, I don't think he did because sure, they were really? counting his, J- Japanese his, his Japanese and his and uh, his MLB hits yeah. together.
2: Did Jeter so, hit 3,000? Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, yeah,
0: did it with a home run against the Rays. Right. right. Anyway, right, right. I have a second winner. It was napping because, listen, it's the time of year, especially on the weekend. Sports are on all day. Mm. And... I don't know about you guys, but I find oftentimes in life that the most tired I get is when I do nothing. So when I sit there and I watch sports all day, like I am so exhausted by the end of the day, so there's no harm in just shutting it down with a little afternoon nap during Bucks-Bulls because today I did that hand up because mm-hmm. last night, by the time Grizzlies Timberwolves rolled around at 8, I w- I'd was never been that tired in my life. I texted Owen that I was going to bed at 9, 12. Because I was like, I can't. I just can't keep this up anymore. <laughs> I've been watching hoops all day long, and my brain is bleeding. So, no shame in powering down for a nap. It's like charging your phone battery. I'm a nap guy. That, well, sue me. That. Maybe leave the window open on a nice day. Get the breeze coming in. Wake up to the birds. You're leaving something out, though. <laughs> what am I leaving out? You got up at like five thirty
3: to yeah. watch your boys. Well, yeah, Gunners.
0: I did. It was a long day of sports. I literally had it on the entire day. Yeah. So, my uh, dad did the same thing.
3: So, you don't have to feel bad. He woke up it at was, 5:30? No, no, no. The the <laughs> evening part. He was watching the sports all day. Uh tight game with Memphis with Memphis and Minnesota like it was like 5 minutes left. He's like I'm I'm done. Yeah. You know, I was like I'm, like, I'm going to if game. I stay game. I don't care up. what happens. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it
2: thing. totally you get your heart rate up. It's like you're in there. Like you're almost doing more work than some of the players sometimes. Yeah, literally. You
0: know? It's like I'm literally yeah. working out. Yeah. I'm working. <laughs> no, dude. I w- I <laughs> yeah. used to wear my Apple Watch during. I will do it again this year. I should maybe like release the data on the show. My heart rate and like teams I care about, big games is in- is ridiculous. Seriously. I was hitting 131 for their playoff games last year. <laughs> so we'll see how it does this year. I can only guess. I feel like I'm calmer. Than I was a year ago.
3: Okay.
2: Playoff experience, like cat. <laughs> like cat <for> sure. <laughs> oh, what would you have
0: for winners this week, going?
2: Um, so my first winner this week is overreactions. So I'm not going to lie. I've made a lot of overreactions probably on this show.
0: Like Cameron but... Payne is better than Chris Paul?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, that one will go down in the history books. <laughs> um, but I've just been seeing a lot of crazy overreactions after these NBA games. Uh, Like, for example, there's one I wanted to shout out, which was Paul Pierce was saying, basically Tatum is like working his way into top in the top five conversation. And I want like, he's, he's good, but I think that's a little bit crazy to call him top five at this point. I'm not in the Nick Wright camp where it's like, he's like the 28th best player, (laughs) but I think top five is a little crazy. So I just, I want to check the people that are after every game, they have to like, like check the like greatest players of all time. And like, where did he move up? Did he move down? Like, just enjoy the games. The overreactions can wait until after the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Legacy talk, yeah. which we did yeah. ten minutes of earlier. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Series isn't over, and we're talking about Kevin Durant. Like he's you know <laughs> never winning a championship again. Whatever <laughs> happens. You have another yeah. one.
2: I do, and then my second winner this week is Microchips. There is a British firm. It's called Walletmore. That is implementing contactless, contactless payment microchips into people's hands. Oh. So they basically they'll put a tiny microchip into like this part of your hand. I don't know what it's called between your thumb and your index finger. Um, and it, no power source is required. It weighs less than a gram and it's a little bigger than like a grain of rice. And they just put that in there. And it's like, you know how you pay for stuff with like your credit card or your debit card and just tap it? Tap, tap. This will be like tap, but you just like put your hand on it and it'll just pay for it. What? So I was like, this is pretty... You guys doing that? You guys See, getting chips? I've
1: heard of this before, and my issue with it is, like, imagine you're about to pay, and it's, like, the wrong price. And you're like, yo, this isn't the price. And they're like, oh, can you tap cancel? And you go to tap cancel, and you just pay. No, you know what I mean? No. Like, with your phone, you have to, like, confirm well, it with hand. your face. Or with your card, you have to, like, purposely pull your card out. and But now it's just in your hand. Like, you can accidentally pay for things all the time.
2: I was going to say, you got to put it in your non-dominant hand. Like you gotta mm. put it if you're right handed you put it in the left because then you'll use your right to like mess with the buttons and like put okay. the tip. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. I see mm. the vision. Like I'm still not getting the chip. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I think I'll stick with the card. Yeah. That's tough for the. <laughs> I forgot
3: my credit card crowd. Because yeah. it's like your credit card's in you. Yeah. So yeah. like you
0: can't fake
3: not pay now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Oh true, my card got
0: declined. True. It's like is your hand not working
3: or what's the deal there? <laughs> are they track? Are they like? If you went beside a really big
1: magnet, would it just like <laughs> just rip through your little finger? <laughs> like breaking bad magnet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been tested in humans. Is it safe on?
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: I don't know. Jury's out. Mm. Mm. All I'm right. Sure. We're yes. not sure if it's safe, but yeah. get it.
0: We'll play straws and one of us has to get it and we'll test it. <laughs> Season two.
3: Uh, my winners uh for this week. My one, I guess you kind of thought it was a loser. I I thought it was a winner. It, winner is taking it easy. Um, yeah. All all breaks, no gas. Uh, Ben Simmons, <laughs> just like worry about what you're gonna wear. Like, make sure it's colorful and just chill, dude. Like, just chill. Like. No, no reason to rush back. Yeah, Take like, your time. They don't need you, dude. Like You're... they don't need you. And he saw that. And yeah. he saw that. So I'm not gonna get on his on his ass. Like he saw that. He's like, what difference am I gonna make? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. these guys are just way too good, <laughs> dude, He's like, I'm a glorified Nick Claxton, man. Like, I'm, yeah, what yeah. am I gonna do? Like, like yeah. this is just, I'm not even gonna try. Um, so he he's my winner
2: for the you know taking it easy crowd. The reason it's he's also like he's busy trying to get paid by Philadelphia. Yeah. for not playing. Dude, he's, like cool. he's busy he's not playing because he's trying to get money for not playing. So Correct. he's got bigger fish to fry.
0: It hurts his case if he plays a game because then he can say right. then they'll be like, you could have played the whole time. So he's yeah. got like the, you know, he's gotta worry about his Johnny Depp type lawsuit right now instead of actually like showing up <laughs> to like do his job at age twenty five. So yeah. yeah. No, he literally looked like Willy Wonker, like out there on the like on the bench. Was, he looked was like a hundred different things. I literally I saw him and I thought like a hundred things in my head. It's like oh a clown oh the Wiggles oh Skittles it was, like it, instantly it was so bad because usually I can like block things out when I'm watching TV but I could
3: not like it was just in the corner of my eye like those neon like pants and the purple like I just everywhere I look like I could see Ben Simmons and I'm like ah stop <laughs> it's like so Marlon Phil man. also
2: had a great take yeah Phil had a great take where he's like I was gonna I want to make sure that this gets credit because he was like basically. These uh, some of these players like want to stay on the bench, like they want to sit out for a bit longer because they get to flex their outfits. Yeah, Like yeah. If no. if Ben Simmons had to show up in like a suit every game, like a black suit, he'd be on the court by now. Like his back would have chilled out by he
0: now. He would have been playing for the Sixers, dude. I'm, I swear, this is what the <laughs> NBA needs to do. They need to say you need to show up in like. A team issued like thing, like the NFL. Like in the NFL, you don't go on the sideline in like your yeah. uh, off white coat. You wear the Giants Nike windbreaker. It's just yeah. <laughs> what you do. They won't let you wear like a Louis Vuitton jacket. The, NFL, the NBA has a problem with this because it's LeBron's like, oh, I'm not going to play and I'm going to sit out in my super cool hoodie and I'm going to get pictures taken of me and it's going to be sick. Like Kendrick Nunn sat out 82 games with a bruised knee and he was at every single one and he was wearing different things on the bench. Just make him wear like a Lakers shirt and he'll have wow. to come back. That's such a great take, yeah. Because they're
3: like, ah, oh, you can... Instagram's hard. Why don't I just dress up awesome and I got a free ESPN camera just on me half yeah. the time? Uh huh. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, and my second winner here haven't been winners much, but I thought it was good. Rudy Gobert and, and Mitchell. Now, you guys, I know we've hated on them a lot, and I'm and I think I've hated it a little too much. I thought it was a pretty good moment there towards the end of Game Four. First of all. Gobert has gotten a lot of heat in the series, and he did have a you know game-winning alley oop. I thought it was huge, and and he he played well there down the stretch, and as well as Mitchell. And then there was I I thought there was just I feel like people are manufacturing maybe a little too much Mitchell Gobert beef. I don't think it's like that bad. I don't think it's like Kobe Bryant Dwight Howard level bad. Yeah, you know what I mean, mm. like. Like, I, I just don't think it's that bad because I thought it was a genuine celebration after they won game four. Like, it wasn't just a oh, high five, dude. Like, they, like, they, like, jumped and, like, gave each other a good hug and everything. So, I thought, you know, silencing the haters a little bit for what it's worth. I
0: just don't really care about them.
3: To be Fair honest. enough. Fair enough. I, I had to shine some light on them.
0: Respect to you for doing so. Mm, I, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, a hot take of the week. I'll, I'll quickly bat mine off mm-hmm. here. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who's on his second mention this show. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> this week, he announced that he's moving from wide receiver to tight end for the Eagles, which, I mean, a little late. Like That was last year where everybody was going to tight end. So like, a little late on the trends, but whatever. He's going to tight end for the Eagles, and this guy hopped in the replies to this tweet from Pro Football Talk, and he said, quote, this is what Jalen Hurts will do to you. JJ would be a Pro Bowl wide receiver on some of these teams. Hurts need to be stopped ASAP. So <laughs> JJ, JJ are sitting on the right side. <laughs> a Pro Bowl. Sorry, what? A receiver, receiver, untapped potential, dude. Maybe pick him up, like Kadarius Tony on a you know better price, maybe. I don't know. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know Jalen Hurts was, was a wide receiver's killer. He, apparently, dude. Wow. In, instead, he's got to go block at tight end instead of being a Pro Bowl receiver. Must be tough. Yeah, it's as if someone like forced him to play tight end. It's like you have to play tight end. <laughs> you could yeah. just say no. Yeah, ask for a trade. <laughs> get released. Yeah, yeah, get released. Options yeah. are there, but he's a Pro Bowl receiver, so be on the lookout. Would you have one?
2: Yes. <clears throat> so mine this week comes from Twitter, um, and it comes from actually checkmark. He's a Uh-oh. looks like he's a like a radio host in Nashville, and he is a contributor to Mad Dog, his show on Sirius. Um, but he sounded off after the Memphis game last night. Or, yeah, last night. And he said, Ja did everything in his power to get that game tied. I feel for Ja. His team stinks, and he's too good for them to get a Scotty Pippen or Jalen Brown. So wow. the, the, the replies are pretty funny. The Jesus One of the top replies is just, wow. is just a screenshot of the box score. And it's got you know Desmond Bain, 34. Dylan Brooks, 24. Brandon Clark, 15. T- Trey Jones thirteen, and then John Rant, eleven. <laughs> so, so I don't know what game this guy was watching. I mean, his job is to report on like Memphis sports and Tennessee sports, but I guess he missed like, I guess he just missed the game because John, John Rent was was he was pretty bad. Desmond Bain had like three times as many points as he as he did. So, I think he's got to give a little bit of credit to some of his teammates because I mean, I was I didn't watch a lot of Memphis in the regular season, but I mean, they've got some players there. Desmond Bain's really good i clark so a little bit of disrespect there
0: underrated part of that tweet is him saying a scotty pippen or a jalen brown Like guy <laughs> yeah. uh, i like jalen brown one is not <laughs> the same as the other i'll tell you that much right now for free um yeah. maybe he was watching the Preds. i don't know they were playing maybe he did an <laughs> alex's dad and i and just went mm-hmm. to bed you
3: never know just missed <laughs> the last yeah um Kind of debating between two hot takes as we speak.
0: What are the topics we
3: can decide for you? Mm, do you want me, Do you want to hear me talk about the Raptors or Draymond Green? I think you guys. Uh, uh, <laughs>
0: Green is a rock and hard place. Mean, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're done. Yeah. No, no.
1: Um, Raptors. Raptors. All right, all yeah, right, Raptors. you've heard enough. All right. I made, Green. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I made a little.
3: Okay. okay. Raptors. Just- <laughs> Scotty Barnes. You already know. Uh, hot take, Kevin Pelton. Uh, after the NBA draft, uh, Raptors selected uh, Scotty Barnes, Barnes fourth, and he gave the Raptors a D. Plus, uh, and he quoted, this is his little summary. In the long term, deciding to take Scotty Barnes, number fourth overall, ahead of Jalen Suggs, might dominate our assessment of Toronto's offseason. That is a tough take. It really it's is. Comparing him to Jalen Suggs. <laughs> and it's. I think it's always tough when you. Now, see, you could miss out on grading the rookie of the year, miss out on a franchise QB, or, have a, Q, or, or uh, have a bust in the first round of the NFL. So all three are as bad. It's true. They're
0: they're pretty bad. Hmm. I like Kevin Pelton too, which is tough. I don't know Because now Alex that is, is going to slander him for the rest of I don't know of... who that is. <laughs> I'm not... I love Kevin Pelton. Yeah, he's a beast. Tough no, grade though. Tough, tough grade. Bad yeah. game. It happens. Bad game. That's okay. Bad game. Whatever. Um. No, that's it. That's all we have to talk about episode 100 there it is episode 100 there it is i meant to say at the start i usually i go on like i go on the score usually most mornings to see like what people are talking about it's a good way to check and this morning the top three stories were f1 boxing and soccer and we (laughs) so tough weekend for this show Mm. um but no so episode 100 done 100 in the books 100 of them that feels pretty good yeah triple digits 100 of them you have any positive memories from 100 Do you have any negative memories
2: it's like all positive. Mostly positive.
0: Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> do you have any negative? Like do you have a time where you I'm trying to throw and you're just pissed? You're like, wow. Pissed? I'm few right now. No, I don't think I do. Nah. Nah. No, nah, no. Really no. I don't think hot oh, take I don't think a hundred's out like I I don't know. You don't think it's that sick?
1: I, I never was like, Oh
0: like I can't wait to hit a hundred. No, yeah, me neither. So you have
1: the hundreds hanging up in here. Yeah, but that's
0: like a congr- that's like a team effort, you know? It's not like it's not like a dream. Like this is like uh
3: Well, we know what the dream is. What's the dream? We all know what the dream is. The young LA sponsorship. You know young the young LA flag the flag <laughs> on the young LA. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that is the dream. That that is the dream, you're right. Mm-hmm. Young LA. That would be sick. Our own ESPN show. <laughs> is that the dream? Yes. <laughs> yes, That's the dream. I guess that would be a nice dream.
1: Yeah. What's the be a decent for... dream. Yeah.
0: What's the dream for you, Adam? <laughs> Young LA. Young LA. Okay. No, that's the crypto pinnacle. Com. Crypto.com would be... Okay. That's a good dream. That's yeah. a good dream. So the pinnacle... I, think I got pinnacle? a dream. Yeah.
2: My dream is... I, I want to have like Antonio Brown on the show. Interview him. That's a pinnacle. I'd be or like somebody of his ilk.
0: Not gonna lie,
3: get him like on the TV. Simmons Maybe on Ben.
0: The yeah, his Bozo of the something Year like nomination that. might detract him from coming on. We didn't think about that. We <laughs> <Yeah>. kind of burned <laughs> a bridge like that a day. Get trophy or
2: something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we <laughs> burned a bridge.
0: Yeah, that would be heat. I'm trying to think if there's a pinnacle for me. I don't know. I don't really think there is a pinnacle. Wow. Like get humble. big enough, like you know, humble. humble talk. Like sky, like sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Like big enough on
3: TikTok we're right like
1: yeah, Alex loves the TikTok. It's all he cares about. It's literally all I <laughs> care about. Like, <laughs>
0: like the TikTok's raw. We have a nice TikTok. TikTok Phil's been dominating the, TikTok. the
3: TikToks. What do you I'm mean? I'm like, let's go. A couple of notifications. It's like ten on like a hundred people have liked Phil's just now. I'm like wow. Dude, let's people go.
0: people are great on the TikTok. People like the gators. People love the, the gators. gators
1: was good. People love the gators.
0: I'm looking forward. To, I'm still it. looking forward to Adam's first TikTok. Man. I am too. Wow, that's a hundred. So for the people again, show on Friday morning. Mm, the NFL draft. The man. NFL draft is the last episode of the of the season.
3: Wow, last season, but that's when we started last year. Yeah, it's some nice Let's symmetry go. there.
0: Hundred one episodes. So then that's the important note. Last episode of the season coming on Friday morning. That's how I go it's very hype. It's going to be a good one when we try to make it I don't know, long. I I don't I don't know what people were looking <laughs> for in the last one. Anyway, all right. Well, have a good start to your week. Enjoy the mock drafts or something. I don't even know. See you Friday. Bye.